This is Shannon Ray Davis, and you are listening to Omega Man Radio. Welcome to my world, the world of the Omega Man. Join us here for the nightly marathon, broadcasting Monday through Friday, and we encourage you to report for duty. Get trained up. War of the Saints is coming. You want to be an overcomer and endure till the end. We will teach you how. We cast out devils. We command healing to the sick in Jesus' name. And we preach the full gospel of Jesus Christ to win souls for Jesus. If you'd like to support this work financially, we have a PayPal button on our website. We have GoFundMe, Zelly, even Take Bitcoin. And we thank you in advance for partnering with us. Our website is OmegaManRadio.com. One more thing before we start tonight's show. To the demons tuning in, we're coming for you, demon. No demon is safe. everybody welcome aboard we're back for more and we've got evangelist King Ren Ritchie in the house tonight today is Thursday October 26 2023 welcome to the broadcast and brother King welcome my friend how you doing tonight uh, it's a great day Shannon thank you Lord amen glad to be here now folks uh, for these evening programs uh, we're trying to run as many demon hotline as we can. We haven't done them in a long time. So I'm excited to be back, be able to take calls. And uh, King, what do you say? You bring some message tonight, and when you're done, we'll open up the phone lines. That'll be awesome. Thank you, Lord. And folks, the uh, say- the uh, dial-in number we'll give out again later, but we've got a new number. It's on my website, OmegaManRadio.com. Our new number is 515-602-9734. And after the message, we'll open those up. And if you need deliverance tonight or any kind of prayer, call in and we'll pray. Uh, Brother King, you want to open us in prayer? I do. Father, Jehovah God, in the name of Yeshua, Jesus, our Master and Savior, we, we love you and thank you and honor you and praise you. There's no way to even begin to give you the glory you deserve. You you chose hey, what it, what is man that you chose us, Lord, but you, but you did, and you love us, and you paid such a great price, Jesus. We're, we're so grateful to you. Lord, we love you, bless you, honor you, invite you, admit that we can do nothing apart from you. Lord, Holy Spirit, come and help us tonight. Let your kingdom come, Father, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, in our hearts first. And then throughout the sphere of our influences, Lord, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem, pray for world leaders everywhere. We lift them up to you. Uh, they're, they're really not good leaders, Lord. Very, very, very few. But, Lord, we can put them before you and ask you to have your way. And that's what we do. And so, Father, as we see in everything that's going on in the world all uh, all of the mess, what could even be World War III. Uh, if you don't stop it, it will be. If it's your time and nothing stops it, but we give you the glory 
and we give you the honor and we give you the praise and we thank you that as even as we see all these things the wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes in diverse places and and men's hearts uh, fainting with fear at what comes upon the earth and the raging of the seas and all of these things that we're seeing you told us is going to happen Yeshua and you said look up your redemption draws nigh so Lord we know that our lives are just but a a whisper of time. And most people here listening, uh, as some of you might be younger, but some of you are older. I'm 63 years old. I I can remember being five. And and there's been a, 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 honestly, a quick season. But there is a life of eternity with you, Lord, and that's the promise of those that are born again. That is the promise, and you're not a man that you should lie or the son of man that you should repent. So, Lord, I bring us all, everybody that's listening now, everybody that's going to listen in the future, all of us, through your throne, through the blood, and say, forgive us. Forgive me, my wife, my bloodlines, everyone, forgive us. For what our bloodline sin has been, we thank you, Lord, that 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 what our ancestors did, we we renounce and we forgive them, but we turn away from all sin, theirs and ours, and we ask you to help us sanctify ourselves, come to you with clean hands, walk a life of grace, fight the good fight of faith, binding the strong man, binding mind blinding spirits, binding deaf and dumb spirits. Binding the spirit of this world, binding every hindering spirit, and thanking you, Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKadosh, for helping me to teach and your people to listen. And then, Father, thank you for the deliverance to come. And I thank you, Lord, that pride will not stop one soul from calling in. That the fear of man and pride, we speak destruction to the destroyer called pride. In Yeshua's name, amen. Amen. King, always... An honor to be with you, my friend. God bless you and Callie and the family. And with that, the mic is yours. All right. Thank you, brother. And tonight we're going to talk about a spirit. And it's very similar to the Jezebel spirit. And and it operates just a little bit differently. But it's a controller. And I hope you know that if you're a controller, you're sinning. Everybody has to put down the propensity to be a controller. Uh, There are lines of authority and places of authority, and we respect authority, and we should. And, you know, for instance, I could go into any particular assembly of the Lord and have more knowledge than than, uh, even who might be the uh, leader of that assembly. But I'm I'm not going to go in and overturn <laughs> what they have, what they're teaching their people. If I obviously if I sent by God, I might. But I'm going to come in there to try to add on to what is good. I'm going to respect the authority of the house. I can't go in. Listen, I don't do Christmas trees. We don't do Christmas trees. We don't do Santa Claus. We don't do uh, Easter bunnies. We don't do the pagan things that lots of places do. Uh, we don't believe that people ought to be doing trunk or treat. You know, we just don't. Uh, if we're going to do something on that particular day, why not just have a deliverance meeting? Why not have a prayer meeting to do battle against all the darkness and the glory given to the devil that day? But yet there is a 
a spirit even on the body of Christ in many ways it says you want to be like you got to do some things relevant to the world well relevant to the world never saved nobody <laughs> Paul said I'd be all things to all men that I might win any man to Christ I get that aspect but that doesn't mean I'm going to do pagan things in pagan ways to win people and try to do that biblically. It just doesn't work. Not condemning anybody. But the point of that is I would never go into a place and and start talking to people about what they're, you know, and spreading uh, discord among the brethren because I have an understanding that somebody else, that's a respect of authority. But. That authority is a good thing, and it's God-given, and, and if things are working right, even in the home, uh, you should have the husband as the head. He's, he, Christ is the head of the home. Yeshua is. Then the husband. The wife is co and joint heir with the husband, but she has a place where the husband has to be the head. There has to be a head, and and the Lord is one that said that. And, and and a husband should love his wife like Yeshua Jesus loved the church. That means he's going to die for her. And 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 if he's doing things right, she'll want to fall in line with him and, and believe in him as a leader. And and but when you get it upside down, you get a Jezebelian mess like we have now. And and Jezebel is a control spirit. It's about who's going to be boss. And ultimately, uh, Jezebel, I'm not even going to talk about Jezebel tonight, but it means one who wants to submit. Now, one who can't cohabit. I even I found another meaning one time. It means one that calls out to the prince. Well, I promise you that prince is not the prince of peace, is not the Lord. <laughs> but this spirit this Saul controlling spirit is kind of from an opposite way in which Jezebel is a usurper of authority that, that will not yield to godly authority. But Saul is one that um, works out of authority in an ungodly way. And of course, Jezebel can partner with his spirit. But with all this being said, let's say, listen, I said, if you're a controller, you need to repent. If you're trying to control your children and they're grown, you need to repent. If you're trying to control your spouse, you need to repent. Even as a husband with authority, I may have to make decisions at times that would not please my wife, but I don't do it just because I can or because I want to. I mean, I really have to know from God in those situations. But if I'm trying to manipulate her and control her and everything she says and everything she does, I would be out of line. I promise you, if you're married, you know that for most of us, we, we, we are in a battle to maintain what is right as a husband, what is right as a wife, to come under the headship of the Lord and to keep the enemy out of our marriages. So the controlling spirit personified in Saul has impacted everybody's life. It has violated many families, personally, emotionally, spiritually, and sometimes physically. Almost everybody has been controlled or been a controller. The Saul spirit in a father is the worst enemy to a person's fully relating to her heavenly father. Jesus, Yeshua, claimed intimacy with his father. He called him father 156 times in the book of John. The writer with the tenderest, most loving heart. That's interesting because I promise you that, listen, I, I, I call Jesus, Jesus, Yeshua, Jesus. 
Cristo is good. Yehoshua is good. Yahushua is good for me. And that person just needs to believe. And, and, and here's the deal. Uh, we don't exactly know. We can only give our best estimate, uh, our best guess, if you will. But the one who absolutely knew <laughs> the name of yad Hey vad Hey and how to pronounce it, the one who and I and I am I am nothing wrong with anybody trying to find it. Listen, I relate to him. I've cast demons out in Yahushua's name, Yeshua's name, Yeshua's name, Jesus Christo's name. I cast them out all the time in the name of Jesus. They, th- those demons, uh, the Lord backs us if we're His with any name of any of the languages that we have. Because he's in the saving business. He's going to communicate with men according to what they speak. So, so, but all that being said, the one who knew exactly the name called him father. You know why? He's coming to a people that it honestly, for the most part, gotten away from our Lord in the relationship. They, he came into a situation in which coming out of Babylon, they brought the Talmud and the Pharisees. There were godly Pharisees that lived by the Torah. They loved God. They loved their neighbor. They, there were good men. Nicodemus was one. Joseph of Arimathea was one. They were good, godly men. But then there was these that were so far off and they had built and taken away from and added unto the word of God with the Talmud, added all sorts of mess. And when Yeshua was, he, he got after them. But, but what had happened is they created such a system. It was, it was not the heart of God, which is relationship, even within obedience to the Torah. It was always about relationship. It was always about his grace for people. He knew they were going to sin. He gave them a way to be forgiven. He knew they were going to sin. He gave them a way to be forgiven, even with the bulls and the goats and the lambs and the turtle doves, until such a time as Yeshua could become that sacrifice. But Yeshua came calling him Father 156 times. They saw him as creator or lawgiver or righteous judge, but Jesus addressed him intimately. Abba, Papa God, in a loving relationship. He taught us through the model prayer to address God as our Father. In fact, Jesus died to bring us near to the Father in blood relationship. He said, I am the way. I'm the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So fatherhood is important to God. The first recorded words of Jesus were, don't you know? I've been in my father's house and about my father's business. In his last words from the cross, he twice addressed God as father. We come to God as a little child climbing up into the lap of a loving father for help. Now, listen, this is a key. As a little child, you climb in, you listen, like a child, you come to him for help, protection, calm, loving, assurance from his presence. The soft spirit in a father produces a distorted picture of God. The human family is meant to reflect heavenly reality. When it does not, the distorted picture of God learned thereby must be unlearned years later. So that God's father heart can be imparted to people who are hurting, rejected, feeling abandoned, are condemned. God is majestic and holy and has all dominion, and he is our daddy, Papa God. He is there for fellowship. Now, listen, we respect and fear God. 
I mean, we should. Like in in, in the real respect, it is like like a display. If you had a really wonderful earthly father, you might know that he might discipline you. If he's a good one, he did. But he is there for inheritance, life, good gifts, provision, and so much more. We have immediate access to him. This spirit controller stands in the way of revival because it stands between you and a deep personal relationship with God. Controllers even want to dictate to God. (laughs) They have a hard time getting out of the way. Listen, I hear people say, God, I've done this. I've done it. Listen. Listen, he never makes an unjust decision. I'm I'm sorry. I've 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 had things I'd wish had gone other ways. I I, I have, <laughs> but he's still a good God, and I'm not going to question his goodness because you know what? He isn't a controller. He's the opposite of a controller. You and me can do anything we want to do. Yes, there are consequences, but he doesn't. He'll try to stop you, but he he doesn't stop you. He tries to stop you through relationships, through his relationship with you. Controlling spirits a curse passed down from generation to generation. If you were raised in a household with a father or mother who is dominating, you end up being a controller. Furthermore, you'll be drawn to people who who have them because that feels normal. If you were under control growing up in an unholy manner, you will tend to end up latched on to controllers somewhere else later. And in some cases, maybe your parents weren't heavy controllers, but somehow maybe you married wrong. Maybe you got into relationships where there was a controller and that control... It literally altered your soul. And your default without massive deliverance and healing is going to be to come under the yoke of under other controllers. The devil will make sure of it. But you don't have to live like that. Galatians 5.1 says Jesus died to set you free. You do not have to remain under a yoke of bondage. Ignorance of a controlling spirit can be deadly for your children. Being ignorant of this operation of this principle of control will make you vulnerable to deadly results. God doesn't want his body ignorant. Pastors, Christian leaders, and fathers ignore at their own peril the diagnosis of this saw. If you're a pastor, Christian leader, father, and you're, listen, authority is a stick. And if you have been given authority, you have the stick. But let me tell you something. If you're using the stick just because you can use the stick, you might be a controller. You need to use authority when you need to. Yeshua, Jesus said the the Gentiles lord over one another, but it shouldn't be that way with you. When you need to walk in authority, you walk in that authority. And, And I'm not saying shirk it, but you also don't be the person that says, I'm the one. It's me. I'm in charge. Blah, blah, blah. Come on. If that's you, begin to repent. People can be destroyed or crippled. Look at Saul's sons. Every one of them were tragically destroyed, except for one crippled grandson named Mephibosheth. 
think about it. Destroyed or crippled. Sometimes that that that's all personality. A worship leader comes along. I'm looking back at some of the history of Cali and I as we went through different bodies of Christ on the way up, and we had a particular pastor. And and I'm even as I'm reading this now, he was a wounded individual. Now let me tell you something: as we're talking about Saul, Jezebel, any of this, it comes out of wounds, and a person has to want to be healed. To be healed, they've got to be able to want to repent and and have to be real and say, Lord, this is me. But you also need to learn if you're under that yoke and you need to be real with the Lord. Am I under that yoke? And how? what is the, your strategy, Lord, for taking me out from under that yoke? But we had this pastor at one time and this church started off in power, faith, belief, un believable power in worship and and the man's wife had started being the like she just had a, a a we had a church fall and there was a meeting gathered in their living room and she just started reading the word doing bible studies and it developed into a church and then this man the husband took over his pastor which is good all right except for he wasn't healed so he began to call out people from the pulpit at times. So he, he began to, so if the worship leader was getting attention because it was amazing worship, something would always happen and he would make sure that those people ended up being gone. End up being gone because he could not handle the attention being drawn to somebody else. Yeshua, Jesus died so that we might enjoy freedom. Instead of cleaning up the mess, why not become enlightened and obedient to deal with Saul in a strong and righteous way? Why station an ambulance at the bottom of a cliff? Why not build a guardrail at the top of the cliff? Are we look as we look at the picture of Saul as presented in First Samuel? Stop and pray for God to open your eyes to give you deep spiritual insight, understanding, and revelation. Ask Jehovah to reveal to you any controlling tendencies in your life, and deal with your own controlling tendencies first. It's like I ministered to a man today, and he was dealing with a Jezebel situation. And I gave him the prayers. I gave him one of Callie's uh, teachings from Lake Hamilton to watch. It's on our YouTube. And I and I told him, I said, here's the deal. Before I start dealing with something in someone else, I need to clear me. I need to get, we got to clear ourselves to make sure we don't have something in common with those demons we're doing battle with. So I asked God to expose to you any controlling tendencies. When he exposes something, he's ready and able to deliver and heal. He comes with the anointing for deliverance. When you deal with a sin in your own life, you can extend grace to others and know how to pray for them. In a teaching like this, it's just like I told the man today, and he's definitely got a Jezebel situation, and he has been heavily Jezebel, even to the point of sickness and almost losing his mind. And this is a good minister of God. But the enemy got between him and his spouse, and I'm telling you right now, but I told him, and I said, as you're reading this, you're listening to, you're watching the video of Kelly teaching on this, and I, you go through the deliverance, if you come out on it, well, out of it with your finger pointed at the one Jezebel and you going her, 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 or him, 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 you got it wrong. The deal is to get cleansed of 
all of those tendencies yourself to be real with God and to be real with whatever is missing in you or the wound in you that is allowing yourself to be so hurt and so wounded by somebody else's words and deeds and get healed. And then secondly, to become, you might have to cut those yokes you might have to cut some ties you'll have to refuse to be manipulated but you don't have to go in the dirt to refuse manipulation you have to be able to refuse manipulation in a godly way and then you come back now cleansed as an intercessor for that person some relationships may have to be severed because some people never change some some you're in a place where two can't walk together because they they can't agree and that does happen it never happens with two people that are really yielded to god but you can't control the other person when all this happened the prophet samuel was old and the people wanted a king like other nations now he warned them what the king would do to them but they wouldn't listen to him God gave them their request, and Samuel anointed Saul king at God's direction. Saul was the tallest, the most handsome. He was attractive. He was head and shoulders above everybody else. The people accepted him, made him king. After God anointed him, God warned Saul that his kingship and his kingdom depended on obedience. Now, Saul was a valiant warrior. God raised up an army around him. The best men joined him. God put the fear of the Lord on the nation, Israel, to follow Saul. God gave him victories for the people over the Amorites and the Philistines. He did well. He had great success at first. And we don't see that negative spirit working so much because Saul thought he was small. Saul was humble when he started. It may take months or years to see the ego, the drives, and the desire and the firepower for the power, desire for power and recognition in somebody. You may not recognize it at first. See, it wasn't there at Saul at the beginning. The characteristics and profile of a modern day Saul controller can be laid out in a 20 point checklist. I'm going to read those in a minute. If you have some of the tendencies, go before the Lord. If you have most of them, you're a controller, and that is not God's way. Repent and get help from a wise and seasoned brother or sister in the Lord who can help you. If you've been solved, in other words, if the controller has whacked you, that's not God's way, and you need help for healing and release. Now, he may be religious. Saul been touched by God. There's no evidence he's a man of prayer and worship. He didn't wait on God. He didn't appear to spend time with God. He could not hear God's voice because he disobeyed God. See, he really got to a place, in, in, and there, there was a place where he was sent out to destroy Amalek. And God told him, destroy Amalek, everything, all the cattle, all the every, every animal, all the people, and he spared the king. And he let the, and the people grab the sheep and the goats and all that. And, and Samuel called him on it. God sent Samuel to say, what have you done, Saul? And he goes, well, I obeyed the Lord. He says, why am I here the bleeding of sheep? 
And and this is where Samuel tells Saul that, well, does God want your sacrifices? Obedience is better than sacrifice. And stubbornness is, is a sin of iniquity and idolatry. And God took the kingdom from Saul for his lack of obedience. Had he known God intimately like he should have, maybe he would have obeyed. Well, it's funny as you're saying, but this person... And, and, and the spirit of the Lord can still come on such a person because at one time Saul was amongst the prophets and he prophesied too. And the people even said, is Saul a prophet too? A Saul spirit will take matters in his own hands. When his men began to sa- scatter, Saul disobeyed Samuel's instructions, which were God's command. This is another disobedient time. This was kind of like the nail in Saul's coffin. He said, I was compelled to offer offerings. They were going to war. Samuel hadn't showed up. So Saul took it upon himself to offer offerings to the Lord. He said, look, basically the circumstances made me do it. A Saul can believe the end justifies the means. When Samuel come to him, there was no sign of repentance. There was no contriteness. We don't want to be that kind of person. He blames others for his wrong actions. He had the audacity to blame Samuel. He said of Samuel, his opinion of Saul's sin, Samuel said, you've acted foolishly. Your kingdom will not endure. Your sons will not be on the throne because you did not keep the Lord's command. God went on to reveal the kind of man he was looking for, a man after his own heart. But Saul, Saul, he passed the blame. And, and then there was a place where he told Samuel back in the Amalekite thing, he says, pray your God for me, not pray to our God, not pray to my God. The Saul controller fears man more than God. First Samuel 15, there's a picture of Saul. He clearly disobeyed in the matter of King Amalek and the sheep. I told this story. Samuel confronted him. Saul said he, he said he did that and allowed the people to take the the sheep, the people to say take the cows. He wanted to people please. Let me tell you something, children of God. We better please God. Not everybody's going to be happy with us. <laughs> I promise you. As I I told a young man today, if you're going to walk a path of holiness, if you're going to walk a path of truth, if you're going to walk a path of sanctifying yourself in the Lord. Now, first of all, by his grace, it's his grace. It's God's grace. If I'm behaving, it's his grace. If I do well, it's his grace. It's his power accomplishing his will in my life. But if I'm going to live that kind of life, the majority of people are not going to walk with me. They're not going to walk with you. They'll wonder why you don't do what you used to do. They'll say they'll say all sorts of things. I, I remember a man telling me I would get over it one time back when I first started serving God. Well, by the glory and the grace of God, I haven't got over it. I'm going to tell you this, too, and hear me. When the majority of Christians, hear me, are running a certain direction, you might want to question everything. Just everything. Because you need to hear from God himself. You need to line up with the word of God, not just by what people think and not by the tradition of man.
Those with a Saul spirit will be rebellious, stubborn, arrogant, and proud. A desire to control others is the work of the flesh, which always wars against the spirit. How is stubbornness like idolatry? It's what when when Samuel told him rebellions is sin and witchcraft and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Well, here's why Saul had to be right and his own rightness was an idol image, popularity or even religious status is an idol here. Can I tell you something? Anytime my opinion is different from God's opinion and my behavior is different from God's opinion of what my behavior should be like, then I have made a choice to put my opinion and my feelings ahead of God in his word, and I made me an idol. And that is especially when you know better. If you do know better, you're just being stubborn. We're just being defiant. So stubbornness is as idolatry. The authority is the authority of God humbly and righteously and obediently expressed in a man who submitted to God, first of all, in truth and faith to trust him to work his purposes in all things. Anything else is a counterfeit spiritual authority. So that sword welder, even especially most of the time, listen, so you may have it in a father in a home, but it's oftentimes in pastors who are controllers, even the man Derek Prince and a group of his people were were and Derek Prince is great. That's one of the first books to ever send anybody to. I tell him listen to his teachings, listen to his YouTube's, what's out there online. His books, uh, they shall cast out demons, and they shall expel demons. Great book, a foundational book. Uh, uh, it was a wonderful. We are st- standing on guys like him and Wynn Worley's and Frank Hammond's shoulders where we are today. But thank, thank you for them, Lord. But they got into a thing called the shepherding movement. And and that got to, we where basically the pastors in a given body would be in charge of every move <laughs> that the sheep made. Where they worked, who they married, all of those things. And it was done in such a way, listen, it would be fine if you had a pastor, elder, somebody you respect, you're submitted to them in a proper and a holy way, and you come and ask for them to pray for you, to give you wisdom and counsel, and then they should be praying for you you that you would hear from God and make the right decision they should be giving you biblical counsel if they hear a word from God they should humbly share it with you but but if but yet it's still your decision and what happened even in that share that that shepherding movement is the control got overwhelming and they all realized that they were in error and had to repent for it and move it could happen easily. God ended up regretting that he made Saul king. He said, because he's turned away from me and not carried out my instructions. Samuel grieved for Saul's for the rest of his day. You see, listen, you're not on praying ground for the controller until your heart is right. So you're going to have to forgive them. You might have to get unyoked. And then when you think about them, pray for them. But you got to get your heart right. You got to get out of the codependency. You got to get out of the codependency. 
because sometimes there's a place where there's a controller and even a person resenting controlled is then codependent on being controlled. Say, Lord, help me <laughs> if that's you. So there can be, along with the controller, that controlling can be addictive and come with compulsiveness. Many leaders who had alcoholic fathers would never think of being an alcoholic, but they become a controlaholic instead. You know why? Because they hate what happened with the alcohol, but typically in, 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 a, in alcoholic father homes, the father has abdicated. He's not protecting the home spiritually. Things are that he might even be embarrassing his children. He might abuse his children. He might embarrass them in public with drunkenness and interaction with people. And there's a loss of control there. And when a child loses control, often they grow up wanting to have control over everything. So where they were in a chaotic situation, they want it regimented in order. We're going to do it like this. We're going to do it like this. We're going to do it like this. A person with a soft spirit operating in that control may be remorseful and otherwise they can get to a place where they don't like the circumstances. That's what Saul did, but he never repented and cried out to God for mercy. Look at David. <laughs> Look at David. Oh, David, a man after God's own heart, committed murder. He committed adultery with Bathsheba. And yet, he, he said, God, have mercy on me. Lord, forgive me. Don't take your spirit away from me. He went straight. And you read the Psalms in one place. David is telling God, I've sinned against you and you alone. Now, he knew full well he'd sinned against Bathsheba. He knew full well he'd sinned against Uriah, her husband, when he had him killed and when he took his wife. But you know what? He, uh, he knew that, number one, he'd sinned against God and his relationship with God is what made him repent. He cared about that. Saul will control by fear, intimidation, emotional manipulation, shame, put downs, punishment, rejection, or implying failure to people uh, a controller will hate the people that are anointed of the god of, of the living god the god people that walk in the anointing he'll make sure that they don't stick around uh, you know like the difference between david and saul too was when david saul was trying to kill david because he was threat to his kingdom and David had Absalom coming to try to take the kingdom and David's position was God gave me this kingdom if I'm supposed to have it I will so one is trying to hold on to a kingdom and make it theirs in the flesh and David was saying which was Saul and David is saying Lord if, if you want me to have it I will Saul will use people to make him look good that Saul will want power. He must win at all costs. He feels important given orders. He cannot celebrate success of others. Uh, a, a pastor operating in a Saul spirit, if their people go somewhere else and get touched by God, out of their mouth will come, well, they could have got that here. If that's you, repent. If that's you and who you're ministering to, now repent. 
I can't tell you how many people I've taught things and poured into them and poured into them. And they got off and got a revelation and come back, start telling me what they got. Going to teach me. You know what? I never said I told you so. No, I don't. Because I'm glad they got it. <laughs> one one sows the seed, one waters, one brings in the harvest. If I said anything to anybody and they got it, the Holy Spirit helped them get it. The Holy Spirit spoke through me for them to get it. If we should have that if you're if there's a jealousy, if there's an envy, because that's what that is. If somebody goes off and gets ministered to somewhere else and comes back with a victory, you should be celebrating. And if there's not a celebration in your heart, you got a heart issue. Saul was jealous. He was jealous of David. He was angry at the attention given to David. There was unholy. There was pride, pride. He felt inferior and of low esteem. He was afraid of David. There was suspicion. Suspicion accuses people unjustly. The accuser of the brethren. Come on. And we got to be very careful with what goes in our mind that we allow to come in our mind and then it goes out your mouth if you don't deal with it in the mind. If you don't deal with it, you'll end up accusing. I'm very careful. I try to be very careful. And in, in even if I'm talking about issues or things I see or, or if it, that, that I'm not condemning human beings who are all fallible. And I especially don't want to be condemning somebody that belongs to the Lord that is part of the body of Christ. If they're wrong in an area, I want to be praying for them. Uh, I want to guard my heart to pray for them. I don't want to get in unholy judgment. Souls are wounded. They need healing. They have love deficits. There's ego, pride, self from the hurts and the wounds. Listen, what hurts and wounds do is breed defenders. So there's heart defenders. There's participation with demonic protectors. They were trained the way up to be the controller. Things at their home cause them to be controllers. They'll carry the familiar spirit of their family. Saul was a spear thrower. There's oftentimes they'll, they'll try to, if there's somebody else anointed around, they'll try to throw the spear to stop that, to kill them. If they can't do it straight up front with failure and condemnation words, they'll turn around and do a silent treatment or a cold shoulder or a withdrawal or putting up words, walls. Sometimes the Saul spirit from the pulpit will start talking about people even if they don't see their name from the pulpit. Saul was also a liar, a deceiver, a manipulator with no integrity. He didn't keep his promises. He told David, go out and kill these Philistines. And he basically said, bring me their foreskins and you can marry my daughter. But he didn't give her to him. He married her off to another man. He lied. And what he was really hoping was David would be killed going after the Philistines. There's paranoia. Fear factor was so great that Saul was capable of murder. Jonathan acknowledged this when he said, my father's looking for you to kill you. Yet David, Saul calls David his enemy. Saul was the enemy of God's anointed, but he really believed that God's anointed was his enemy. David had an opportunity to kill Saul, but he said, I won't do it because I'm not going to touch God's anointed. So David took the high road. There can be 
uproar and confusion around one with a soft spirit. You, you people walk on eggshells. You know, you're not sure where he stands, what kind of mood he might be in. Sometimes they keep things stirred up. Now, people can have very, just like Jezebel, not everything has to stick. Not everything is part, but part of it may be. Whatever part, if that's you and I'm talking, then on up. If it's somebody else, forgive them for it. Here's a wild thing. They demand total loyalty, even when they're wrong. Saul was upset and angry that his son loved David. He demanded Jonathan's total loyalty. He sought his disloyalty that Jonathan was a friend of David's. Let me tell you something. If you allow somebody to cause you not to like somebody else, and that somebody else has not done anything to you, you're walking in the wrong camp. Even if they've done something to you, you need to forgive them. But people slandering other people just to say, I mean, I mean, I could just say in our lives, we've had people unfriend us on Facebook that we've never had a crossword with, never said nothing wrong, but somebody else got offended because we're not walking in the exact same direction as them, even though we love them. <laughs> you can't take other people. Listen, I tell people I can't take anybody else's offense. I can't even afford my own. <laughs> Saul's are very possessive. I want you to have other close people outside of their group. There are some some bodies of Christ that are, have leaders that don't want any of their people, their sheep, fellowshipping with sheep from other, other bodies. They don't want their people being connected to other people. They take any confrontation or disagreement as disloyalty. They have all or none thinking of a dysfunctional family. They see everybody as all for me or all against me. They react to honest differences of opinion with anger or the silent treatment. They will not like you if you agree with if you disagree with them, and they force people to choose sides. This causes division and disunity. He could not let Jonathan love both him and David. Although Saul demanded total loyalty, he betrayed both David and Jonathan and even God by his disobedience. One evidence of this is found in 1 Samuel 22, 18 through 21. Saul killed 85 priests of the Lord, all anointed men of God. Saul's dare to attack and destroy men of God. If you need to forgive, forgive. If you need to repent, repent. Saul has trouble affirming others. Some Saul's do affirm others, but then if they cross him, he's going to dishonor them publicly. Verbal spears will be thrown. Other, They will be mocked publicly. Somebody from the pulpit may very well call out people that are in their congregation, sometimes by name, sometimes by inference, but everybody knows what's going on that's out of that jealousy because if you don't agree with everything you can't walk with a person operating in this spirit sometimes he manipulates with gifts favors bribery and guilt flesh soul power schemes of man there is a tremendous deception and cannot perceive things clearly their lenses need refocusing Many get involved in the cult. 
there there are some listen some in the body of Christ who are pastors I've, I've seen anointed men preach the gospel the Holy Spirit moves through them and yet they would drink halal coffee or they would take cleanses and things like that that are from new age sources and and refuse to be to hear or even pray that they might be wrong and and yet when you do anything occultic you open the door to the enemy there's a place where many can't receive love so they really can't give it they're very image Conscious. Image conscious means if somebody doesn't agree with me, I can't let them live by me. You gotta be delivered. Especially if you've been wounded by this spirit. So let me let me do something here. So these are you you say if you had a check mark and one side said me and one side said others and you were go down that check line I'm going to say these things and how they apply and if it's you you repent and if it's others you forgive you may look religious you'll take matters into your own hands blames others for his actions fears man more than God is rebellious stubborn and arrogant Might be remorseful, but not truly repentant. Controls by fear and intimidation. Uses people to make him look good. Has to be number one in power, prominence, and position. Is insecure, jealous, suspicious. Has explosive outburst of anger. Cannot be trusted. Is paranoid. Stirs up constant uproar and confusion. Demands total loyalty, causing division. Can be no, no opinion contrary. Cannot affirm others or or may dishonor them publicly. Manipulates with gifts, favors, guilt. Maybe position in the church is deceived. Here's only what he wants to hear. Is perfectionist, demanding and judgmental now all of those may not apply but if they do deal with them accordingly so how are you going to deal with the saw spirit so you're going to thank god for the good qualities you're going to ask god to forgive you of any unholy judgment if this has been done to you ask him to forgive you the bitterness and to bless them with healing remember everybody's a product of their own environment Let God be the judge. Put him before the Lord. Ask God to help them. I mean, that enemy, he's looking to use them to destroy, but every every destroyer gets destroyed. They, They need intercessors. Acknowledge to God that you're grieved over the relationship. If it's hurt, you be honest. Don't run from it. Run into the Lord. Persevere in prayer. Sometimes it's a long war. See, and, and when when David took over for Saul, Saul, Jonathan, them were dead. There was the house of Benjamin. All right. 
and that, which was the house of Saul and the house of David. And at the very first, David was king over Judah, but he wasn't king over Israel. And over a series of time, there was there was battle between the two nations. And but David grew stronger and Saul grew weaker until Israel submitted to David as king. Set righteous boundaries. Jesus had an amazing righteous boundary. He only did the will of the Father. Ask your Father in heaven how much of the relationship you must continue to be in. Remember, Jonathan died with his father. God can give you grace to choose life instead of death. But you ask God what you're to do. Here's some lessons from David's response. Spiritual victories are won by coming against the enemy and the opposite spirit from that which drives him. I always tell people, do the opposite of what the devil wants you to do. You do that, you'll be in, <laughs> you'll be making the right decisions. Meet pride with humility, not more pride. Meet angry words with a soft answer, not more angry words, which stir up wrath. Look what David did. He wouldn't wear Saul's armor. He would not in, imitate him. He knew the living God intimately. He did not throw spears back. He honored God's anointing even when Saul was not acting worthily. He spared Saul's life because of mercy and meekness while Saul tried to kill him. He let God vindicate him and deal with Saul. What if it's you? What if it's you? you got to acknowledge where you are. Getting free is as simple as submitting to unlearn everything you did not learn at the foot of the cross. Forgive and be forgiven and get set free. God will give you grace to let him deal with you. You say, God, I need you to help me to let you deal with me. If you're controlling others for your own ends, you're not serving. If you're not serving, you're not Christ-like. You've missed the whole point in the Christian life. God wants us to be surrendered to Jesus and to let His form, let him form his life in us and to live it out through us. Humility surrenders to God and pride controls. Pray for only God to lead you and not be led by the evil one. Surrender and let the Holy Spirit fill you. So all who will pray with me, Father, in Jesus' name, I renounce the Saul controlling spirit. I do not want it. I repent. Forgive me for sinning against you and others I've controlled. I submit to the Lord Jesus Christ and resist the tendency of my flesh to control. I choose to be strong only in the Lord. By faith, I receive your grace for humility and holiness for making me a person after God's own heart, a worshiper, courageous, a warrior, prudent in speech, wise and discerning, handsome with the beauty of the Lord with your signature upon me in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath. Come on, I break your power in the name of Jesus. Come on, every spirit to Saul that's like Saul every controller come on go 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 the manipulator the jealousy the envy the hatred come on get out in Jesus name thank you father thank you father and then next if you've been controlled father in Jesus name I forgive whoever now put their name in here if it's more than one person then speak it for controlling me 
with this spiritual stronghold like Saul. I renounce the soulless grip of this spirit over me and the past and in the past by their controlling actions. Free me, Lord, and I break all soul ties and the curse of control. I bless the controller to be free in Jesus' name. Bring me into the freedom and joy of true submission to you alone, Lord, in Jesus' name. Take a deep breath. Everything from all of the wounding from those operating in this spirit, let God's people go. And thank you, Lord, for healing their souls in Yeshua, Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Powerful Thank word you. tonight with King Ren Ritchie. Brother King, what would you like to title this sermon for the archive? Put it, Deliverance from Saul. Deliverance from Saul? S-A-U-L? Yep. Okay. S-A-U-L. Excellent. Folks, uh, we're going to take maybe a five-minute break, go to a song, and come back, and we've got lines open starting now. If you need deliverance from a tormenting evil spirit, you need healing if you got another prayer request we'd like to hear from you this is your opportunity 515-602-9734 dial in right now 515-602-9734 if you ever forget that number just go to my website omegamanradio.com before we take that break brother king tell people about your ministry anything you'd like to mention and also how they can support your work so the ministry's name is Christ Outreach Oklahoma. Christ Outreach Oklahoma. We're at ChristOutreachOklahoma.com or at KingRitchie.com. K-I-N-G-R-I-C-H-E-Y.com. I also have a YouTube channel that is King, K-I-N-G, space, Richie, R-I-C-H-E-Y. And a lot of our teachings are on there, Callie's and myself. And, um, uh, the website is full of help, lots of battle prayers, uh, things that you can pick up and use like a weapon, deliverance, book recommendations. There is a place where if people want to set appointments, they can request an appointment. We get to you as we can, um, that there is a place to schedule those appointments. And within the website, there is a, a place uh, to give. And so and, uh, anybody that wants to help us, we're certainly grateful for that. Fantastic. Uh, also, do you have any uh, meetings coming up that you want to mention? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Lake Hamilton Bible Camp in Lake Hamilton, Arkansas, just south of Hot Springs coming up is the Thanksgiving meeting. You can go to lhbc.com, lhbc.com, and um, a wonderful place. Been there 50 years, I believe. And uh, some of those uh, saints that I talked about earlier that would be standing on their shoulders used to minister there. Uh, Wynn Worley, Derek Prince, Frank Hammond, uh, the Marzulos. It, it's, a, it's an awesome place, and God does a great work there. The Thanksgiving camp, I believe, starts Thanksgiving evening. It'll be Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And let me tell you something. They, they make it really affordable. They, they, um, there's hotels if that's what you want. But, but if, if you, if they're not booked, you get there in time, you can get a room with two, 
twin bed uh, or a double bed and two bunk beds for $15 that has a shared bathroom shower facility or you can get the, a room that has its own bathroom shower facility with the same setup, a double and two bunks for $25 a night. They've got bunks for $5 a night, male bunks, female bunks, and then they will feed you for literally $5 a meal three times a day. They make it very affordable. They're just looking to help people. And so that's the love the camp. And uh, we've seen lots and lots of people get free coming through that camp. So if you can all make it, uh, good news is I think they're, they are doing Zooms, but there's nothing like being there in person if you can be there. So Absolutely. that will be coming up Thanksgiving evening. Folks, if you can be a part of it in person, it'll be awesome. Uh, do they still have a big uh, bookstore, if you will? Available oh, to yeah. people? Oh, yeah. yeah. Archive and everything. Half my libraries from there, but uh, or more. But they, there's they, you can order from them, and you can go online and order CDs and DVDs and all sorts of and, uh, uh, MP3s from many of, of the, all the old saints of the past all the way up from today. You can order online a, a, a very great wealth of resource helps support the camp. And then it's there to choose from if you, your person likes to see things eye to eye. It's like going to the library. And um, um, they, it is a, a wonderful place. One of the things you get, now here's what you can get if you show up, is that the services, which are at 10 o'clock, 3 o'clock, and 7 o'clock. So 7 o'clock Thursday night. 10, 3, and 7 on Friday, 10, 3, 7 on Saturday, and then again at 10 o'clock Sunday morning. They are wonderful. But we also have a prayer team, and that prayer team meets every morning, and we meet at about 6 o'clock. We start praying for people 6.15 to 6.20 because we have to pray for ourselves first <laughs> and pray up and ask God to come help us to be the ministers we're called to be. But we ask people to be there at 6 and start getting their hearts right. And then we have teams set up, and you can come in for personal deliverance with the teams. And uh, lots of people get lots of help. Folks, they have the largest deliverance audio library in the world. I mean, massive collection of men and women of God. And uh, classic, classic folks. Get it. Lake Hamilton Bible Camp dot com. Okay. Yes, um, folks, lines are wide open. This is your opportunity. We'll take a break, come back. If we've got anybody in the queue, we're here to pray with you. It's a demon hotline. You need deliverance? Call in. Let's pray. Five one five six oh two nine seven three four. King, shall we take a five minute break? I'm for it, brother. Okay. Just stay connected if you want. All right. And uh, we will be back in uh, just a minute. Here we go. All right. Thank you. Yes, sir. This is a live program, folks, and uh, today is the 26th of October, 
take a ride, grab your coffee, and strap yourself in. If you listen, we can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Okay, everybody, welcome back. And uh, we're live tonight, Thursday, October 26, 2023, with King Ren Ritchie. Once again, I'm going to give that number out, 515-602-9734 if anybody needs prayer out there. And uh, King, great message tonight. Welcome back, my friend. Thank you, friend. King. Thank you, thank you. I've got yes, a sir. long-time friend. I haven't actually talked to him in a, in a while. Uh, but I heard through his wife that he may have uh, a kidney issue, and uh, he went over some tests blood test and the uh, kidney function has gotten worse Uh, he's a fellow minister and evangelist named Jeff Beavers and I'm going to step out here and see if we can get him on the phone for prayer I hope he's awake and uh, while we're waiting on some calls folks it's wide open that means if you want prayer call it right now you can get in tonight okay stand by let me put in Jeff's number real quick and just see if I get him or Donna Beavers to pick up. Jeff was actually on episode one of Omega Man with me. So uh, we grew oh, up, wow. went to Way the same back. church. Yes, his uh, dad was my one of my Sunday school teachers back awesome. in uh, the day in the 80s. Let's see here. Where did y'all live, bro? Uh, Alexandria, Virginia. You have reached call and Virginia. Okay. Please leave your name, number, and birth message, and we will return your call as soon as possible. Jeff and Donna, this is Sh- a friend from the past, Shannon Davis. Hey, I don't know if you're awake or there at home, but I wanted to call to see if I could get you. We're doing a live show, taking prayer requests, and I want to pray for your healing, my friend. And if I uh, don't catch you now, we're going to still have prayer for you tonight. Okay, we'll check back in with you. Okay, I didn't get him. Why don't we just uh, stand in agreement tonight? Uh, His name is Jeff Beavers. Uh, Jeff has been battling with diabetes his whole life. Uh, Mid-50s. And he is having uh, kidney failure. And he needs a miracle of God. Can you lift up Brother Jeff? tonight my friend for prayer healing so father in the name of Yeshua Jesus uh, we just thank you Lord for your mercy and kindness and grace and forgiveness and thank you for Jeff and his wife and thank you Lord that um, he is a man of God and that he has not only uh, said yes to you but he said yes to serving you and I, I just thank you father in the name of Jesus that you see it all and you know it all so, Lord, I, I just break the power of every generational issue that brought diabetes in his bloodline. I ask you to forgive me, him, anybody, the rest of us, if we've eaten wrong, even when we know better. And, and that, Father, that curse be broken. And that, Father, this diabetic octopus have every tentacle cut off of it in the name of Jesus. That that would go on his eyes, his heart and lungs, and, and down in his kidneys and back down to his feet. We cut them all off in the name of Yeshua. And we command every spirit of diabetes to go. And Lord, I, I 
everywhere that anybody has hurt him or wounded him and all the way back to his childhood we forgive him lord we break every ungodly soul tie that you'll let us uh, whatever we can do sovereignly lord that you will let us speak that that you that you'll do it sovereignly that but that we can speak that um, and stand in for him in in the name of Yeshua, making up the hedge that that Father, we just break the soul ties between him and anybody that wounded him, anybody that hurt him, any place his emotions were throttled, any place where he had a, had a wounded spirit, any place where he had wounded, battered emotions, anywhere that if that is seated in the kidneys, we command that out in the name of Yeshua, and we thank you, Lord, that his kidneys would not only flush and completely flush out of all poisons that father all technological sorcery's power would be broken and that suddenly as protein levels go to normal suddenly his kidneys start functioning suddenly his blood is cleansed suddenly you get all the glory and father we thank you for this in jesus name amen i agree in the name of jesus i add on to that we rebuke the spirit of death and command it to unloose yes, him and go right now. Jeff, you will yes, live Lord. and not die and declare the works of the Lord Jesus. God, unloose your ministering angels right now to go in there and touch him. Yes, Lord. We speak to him, be healed and raised up in the mighty name of yes, Jesus Lord. Christ. We cover yes, those liver with the blood of yes, Jesus. Lord. Yes, Bind and rebuke every spirit of death, destruction, every foul, wicked yes, spirit that would like to take him out in a body bag. We rebuke those spirits yes, and command them to loose and go right now. Be healed, Jeff, yes, in Jesus Christ's mighty name. Jesus Thank you, Father name. God. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Brother King. Strengthening, Lord, in his inner man, Lord. Strengthening. Strengthening. I speak. We speak. And thank you, Lord. We bless his human spirit in Jesus' name to be strong. And bless his wife to be strong. And, Lord, thank you for the gift of faith to carry him through this season as Shannon said he quoted the word of God that says he shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord so father this is a praying man and and he's only 50 something years old he's not three score and ten which you said is the age of man and after that he lives by strength he this is before his time should be and so father we are appealing to you on the basis of he is also a laborer in your fields and a laborer in your fields whether that be a minister uh, minister from a pulpit, whether that be somebody that simply will pray for other people, whether it be somebody going about their life being a witness. Being, and thank you, Father, that whatever capacity you have for him, if he's praying for nations, if he's praying, he's a praying man, Lord, we appeal to you to keep this laborer in action here, here in the land of the living. And we thank you for that, Father, in Yeshua's name. Amen. Thank you, Brother King. Folks, yes, do sir. any of you out there live right now need prayer? It could be for deliverance, healing, other special prayer requests. Call in right now, 515-602-9734. Brother King, could we lift up President Trump, who the enemy is yes. trying to uh, cut into a thousand pieces yes. and destroy? So. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Donald Trump to you, Father, and, and uh, Lord, I just thank you that any work, plan, and scheme of the enemy to work against him or even through him in any way, shape, or form is foiled in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Father, in Jesus' name that you send a, uh, put a wall of fire 
around him to keep him from the from the deep state. But I ask you also to just throw a spiritual bomb in the middle of all Illuminati workers of darkness, and that, that Father, even today, suddenly they're confused that that their plan to start World War Three. Uh, uh, that Father, if it be your timing to stop it, that you stop it. And Father, I just thank you, Lord. If it's if it's obviously if it's your timing to come, because we're headed to where we're headed. Well, then your kingdom come and your will be done. But this Luciferian plan that they're working, we speak the confusion, Lord, into the enemy camp. We thank you, Lord. We 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 do know that people that are dying most are going to hell in that war that's even going on now. And Lord, we don't want people to go to hell. So do what only you can do in this matter. And Father, push back the darkness and let again, let your kingdom come and your will be done in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's go to the phone lines. We're going to go to 954. Get in the queue if you need prayer. 954, welcome. What's your, what's your first name? Where are you going me, How you doing? Hello, Jims. Good. I'm doing um, good, my friend. My name is Jims. Welcome. Yeah, um, I'm calling you. Uh, the, the the other day I was walking, and uh, I I saw some somebody. I went up to ministry to the that that person. That person told me he he just uh working from Hawaii to order to to Florida to spread seed. And uh, so 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 someone when me and him was was speaking. You know, what I'm saying I get distracted. I turn and I feel something hit me. And um, when 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 I look, he, he tell me that's what I do. I, I spread seed. I'm like, whoa. You know, what I'm saying I didn't really pay attention to that since since that 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 happened. I feel like I have like a like a trans- transfer evil spirit jump from him to me, and I'm having a hard time pray pray praise. Praise God! I get di- distracted uh, praying God, and I'm always uh, like sleepy. And um, you know, like even then last night, I'm saying, you know, uh, I was raping my sleep. I'm like, Lord, what's what? Well, I'm saying, what's going on? Yeah. So I'm calling to 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 see. You know, what I'm saying, if you guys can help me out, that tra- transfer evil spirit to, to out of me in the name of Jesus Christ. We'd be glad to pray, and you know that's very important. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Seed." Sounds like he was spreading demonic seed. Uh, Brother King, meet that's Brother correct. Jims. Hey, Brother Jims. Uh, just pray with me, sir? Brother Jims. Okay. Can you hear me? Uh huh. Say, Father. Yes, I can hear you. Father. Say, Father. I forgive that man. Father. I, I forgive, forgive that him. man. And I break unholy uh, soul ties him. with him. I break unholy break. soul ties with him. And I Lord, break. Lord, I ask you to forgive me. I ask you to forgive me. For not praying when you showed me something was wrong. For not praying for showing me something was wrong. And I break any curse placed upon me. I, I break any curse that's go through me. And command all that seed to be uprooted. 
I come in all that seed to be up, up, uh, worth it. And cast back um, into the enemy camp. Cast back to the enemy camp. And I now command any spirits that transferred. Now I command any spirit that transferred. Or were imparted to me. Were imparted to me. To go now. To go now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Take a breath, Brother Jim. Come on out of him. Go, 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 go. We break all that witchcraft seed in the name of We break the power of that in Yeshua's name. Come on. Come up and out now. In the name of Yeshua, we break the power of all ancestral spirits in the name of Yeshua that would have drawn that. We confess the sin of our ancestors of all divination and witchcraft, and we break these curses in the name of Yeshua. Come on. Go, 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 go. Up and out now. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Come on. Go, 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 go. Jehovah rebuke you in Yeshua's name. Go, 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 go. Up and out in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jehovah. Come on. Out of him. All of you. All of you. Even the squatters from before. Even things he didn't know about. You affecting his sleep. You that would have drawn that. I break your power. In Yeshua's name. Go, 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 go. Thank you, Father. I agree. Come on Thank out of here. Loose him. Anything that transferred into you that was not of God, we bind it and rebuke it. Yes, Lord. And command it to come out yes, of you Lord. in Jesus Christ's yes, name. Every spirit you, that attacks you or anyone out there tuning in in their sleep, come on. we rebuke out you. Come out. I agree. In Jesus Christ's name. Loose him right now and come out of there. Yes, Lord. Demon, we attack you in the name of Jesus Christ. You got no right to stay. Get out. And my and my jaws hurt hurting me too. Your jaw? His what? He said his jaws hurting. He's got pain. my jaw. Say, Lord, Lord, in the spirit, Lord, in the spirit, I vomit up. I vomit up all food all food that came in my dream life that's come in my dream life and I command these spirits I come in the spirit from the demonic banquets to go from the the demonic banquet to go in Jesus name (laughs) Come on, get out of there. Get out of there. All that dream pollution, we break your power in the name of Yeshua. In the name of Yeshua. Come on, go, 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 go. Come on, up and out of there. In the name of Jesus, get out, 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 out of his belly, out of his bowels. Come on, out of his bowels, all the way down. His entire digestive system be cleansed of this now. Get out, get out, get out, get out, get out. In Yeshua's name. Come on. Go, 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 go. Thank you, Lord. The gem soul returned to him. And the foreign souls returned to where they belong. And we cut every demonic bridge. In Yeshua's name. And we cut and break the power of every demonic dream invader. And say, go, 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 go. In Yeshua's name. Get out. Thank you, Father. 
Brother Jim, say thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. My brother, how's thank your you. jaw? Oh, let me unmute him there. Brother Jim, how's that jaw? Yes, sir. I'm here. I'm here. Hello. How's your Is your jaw? jaw better, sir? Hello. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Yes, sir. We're there. Your jaw feel better? Yeah. Mm-hmm. My jaw still, still, still hurt, hurting like the 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 back tooth. That that's why I hurt a little bit. Say, Father. Father. Is there any more demonic attachment? Father, any more demonic attachment? That is causing my tooth to hurt. Causing my tooth to hurt. Did the Lord reveal anything? I haven't heard nothing yet. So, Father, I just thank you in the name of Yeshua that uh, we speak healing, that anywhere the enemies come to do damage, we take every demonic seed out of his out of his teeth in the name of Jesus, in between his teeth, his back teeth, in the name of Yeshua. We break the power of the spirit that caused him to grind his jaw and grind his teeth together, any fear. In any disturbance of peace, we break your power. And I thank you, Lord, that that spirit of pain go. And that, Father, you could even do a miracle if he needs tooth work, then fix it. We believe in you for that, Father. Now take another deep breath. Any remaining spirits, Lord, Jehovah, that you want out, come out of gems now in the name of Yeshua. Come on. Go, 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 go. Every nest in the name of Yeshua. All those scorpions of fear, too, come out of there. That that blinded him so he didn't do battle when he knew something happened. We break the power of those blinders and the passivity in the name of Jesus. Come on, go, 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 go. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Um, And also, if you, if you can, can attack a speech of loss also. I'm sorry, Shannon, I didn't get it. Did you say spiritual loss? If you can attack spiritual loss, yeah. Uh, what? And how did you take a spiritual loss? Um, I, I actually uh, uh, last night uh, I have I have one of friend one of my friends sent me uh, like a TikTok v v video. I basically watch it, and uh, when I went to to, to sleep, you know what I'm saying. I was raped. When I when I wake up, I'm like, Lord, what's what is going on? You know what I'm saying. I was mad. I'm like, what what's going the, on? Uh, I start praying. Talk, talk what to, was the uh, TikTok? To to to, to God. He, he, you know what I'm saying. What well, exactly? The God take take to me was a uh, TikTok that that video that exactly what 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 he showed me. That's why I'm like, oh, so that is why I had to wake up. Uh, I'm like, Lord, so sorry. For for lay my eye in front of that that we wicked thing I think 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 that that was the open door. So, Jim's, what did your what? friend send you on the TikTok? What was on the video? Um, it was like uh, it was like uh, like a video about him 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 va- uh, vacuum, but um, right next to the video, there's like uh, some woman who I was dressed. On a pro, 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 pro. So I look, look at them, and I'm saying, no, 
I think that that was the open door. So who was his friend? Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you need to contact him back and say, um, "Do not send me any garbage like this again." I'm a man of God trying to live for Jesus, and you need to repent. Do not send me this stuff again, or you need to cut him off, brother. It says. What fellowship does light have with darkness? Be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what fellowship does light have with darkness? That's what it says. Now, uh, we're not going to live in a world where we don't interact with people who need Jesus. Otherwise, we'd have to be taken out of the world. But we're not to uh, associate with people who want to live for the devil as friends. I'm just saying, you'll get defiled. You got to be careful who you hang out with, who yeah. you eat with. Now, if you're on a mission assignment for Lord, that's one thing. But if you're you're in communication on a regular basis with people that uh, are into profanity, lewd jokes, send you lewd TikTok videos, you don't need that kind of friendship. You need to tell them to repent. Would you send that to the Lord Jesus Christ? And you got to be bold. We're living at a time right now the devil will take any opportunity he can to come in and kill, steal, and destroy. People are going out left and right in body bags. And we've got to get cleaned up here. There's a time coming for us all. Jesus said, I would that you're hot or cold. But because you're lukewarm, I will spit you out of my mouth. And that's for me, you, and everybody out there. It's time to get holy unto the Lord. Amen. Wash ourselves and make ourselves clean. We might be on the cusp of World War III. And people are sending each other lewd videos. We've got to be very careful. You don't have time to play around with people who want to do that kind of thing. Thinking it's a, uh, a funny joke. It's not funny to the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, Brother King, over to you. No, I agree. And, and that's that's the thing. I mean, the, the source, you know, say, Father... Father, I'm sorry for watching that. I'm sorry for watching that. I should have cut it off the minute I saw it. I should have cut it off the minute uh, I saw it. But I took in the unclean thing. I took an unclean thing. And I forgive my friend. I forgive my friend. And the woman. And the woman. And Lord, I, I ask you to cleanse me of this. Lord, I ask you to cleanse me of that. And I break ungodly soul ties. <clears throat> I break any ungodly soul ties. With my friend. My friend. The woman. The woman. And the demon who raped me. And the demon that raped me. And I command all these spirits to go. I come in all those spirit to go. And the demon seed to be removed from my body. The demon seed to be removed out of my body. And Father. Father. If there be any human spirit. Excuse me? If there be any human. If there is any human. Astral projecting against me. Actual projecting against me. I ask you to remove them. I ask you to remove them. 
and take them to your throne for judgment. Take him, take him, take take them to your throne for judgment. Now take a deep breath. Come on out, Evan. Come on out, Incubus, Succubus, Spirit Spouse. Go, 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 go. Everything that came through the TikTok, get out of there. Pornography, get out. Pornia, get out. Go, 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 go. Sodomy, go. Sodomy, go. Sodomy, go. In Jesus' name, go, Sodomy. Get out, Sodomite. In the name of Jesus, get out. Go, 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 go. Out in Jesus' name. Come on. Out of him. Out of him. Up and out of every orifice. Get out in the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. All you defilers, get out in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. I agree. Thank you, Lord. My friend, thank you for calling in today, Brother Jims. God bless you. And, um, I've had people do that to me, and make sure you let them know. Don't send any more crap like that over again. Let's go to our next caller. 416. 416, welcome aboard. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm calling for prayer. This is Talasia in Quebec. Hello, Talasia. Welcome. You're on with Brother King. How can we pray for you tonight? I would like prayer for the condition of my heart. It had hardened and shut down so bad. And I know that's a stubborn spirit and rebellion spirit. Um, it's been a long time this way. Brother King, meet Sister Talasia. Hi, Talasia. What, what are you mad at God about, Sister? Um, um, I think in my ignorance, uh, uh, I had blamed him for the trauma or the injustice that no one was there to defend me or protect me, and that it's always seemed to be like the in the favor of the perpetrator. So. so- Sister, do you understand I that God doesn't control? I know now I had hardened. Yeah. Do, do you understand that God doesn't control everything on the earth? Yes. Uh, I know that now after so much seeking and seeking. Okay. Okay. Say, Lord. Lord. Forgive, forgive me. Forgive me. For believing lies about you. For believing lies about you. You love me, Lord. You love me, Lord. And you hated what happened to me. And you hated what happened to me. And you are just. And you are just. And perfect. And perfect. And I need you. And I need you. And I ask you to forgive me. And I ask you to forgive me. For accusing you. For accusing you. And I forgive all the people that hurt me. And I forgive all the people that hurt me. 
and traumatized me. And traumatized me. From from the time I was a baby? From the time I was a baby? In the womb. In the womb. All the way to now. All the way to now. I break the power. I break the power. Of trauma. Of trauma. Broken heart. Broken heart. Wounded heart. Wounded heart. Bruised human spirit. Bruised human spirit. Anger. Anger. Resentment. Resentment. And hard-hearted. And hard-hearted. And I command these spirits to go. I command these spirits to go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus. Take a deep breath, sister. Come on out, Ever. Come on out, all that trauma. All that abuse. Come on, go, 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 go. Battered, abused, controlled, manipulated. Come on, get out of there. Come on, go, 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 go. Anger, hatred, murder, resentment, antichrist spirit. Come on out of there. Come on out of there, you who blame God. You who blame Jehovah. You who blame the Most High. You lying spirit, get out of her. Go, 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 go. In Jesus' name, let her go. Loose her now. Hard-hearted, wounded heart, shattered heart, broken heart. Everything that bruised her spirit. Go, 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 go. Sister? Yeah. Say, Lord. Lord, I give you permission. I give you permission to tear down the walls. To tear down the walls. And I give up all demonic defenders. And I give up all demonic defenders. And command them to go. And I command them to go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now call for me, sister. Come on, let her go. Come on, all you squatters. The kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Not by might or power, but by your spirit. Lord, let your dr- your love drive these things out. Your perfect love that casts out fear and adds no torment. Let the love of the Father flood her and drive out. The rejected, the abandoned, the fear of rejection, the fear of abandonment. Go, 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 go. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Sister, in your past, did you serve other gods? I bet I did. And because I've been, I'll tell you I've been dissociated. I have been in dissociation. So in your past, did you serve other gods? Like what? Like Buddha or or any other gods? Uh, Not that I know of. 
no 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 generational gods you've all you've always just served the lord i don't know about my generations but i'm i have a native background yes ma'am okay so let's just do this say father father i forgive all the people i forgive all the people that plundered my ancestors. That plundered my ancestors. And I forgive. And I forgive. Myself. Myself. And I renounce all the gods. And I renounce all the gods. And goddesses. And goddesses. Of my ancestors. Of my ancestors. Of the moon and the sun and the stars. Of the moon, of the sun and the stars. All of creation. All of creation. And any worship of the ancestors. And any worship of the ancestors. And I break every curse that came through that. And I break every curse that came through that. That would hinder me. That will that would hinder me. From feeling the love of the living God. From feeling the love of the living God. As my father. As my father. Take another deep breath, sis. Come on, let her go. Come on. Come on, just go, 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 go. Come on, all the Inuit gods, I break your power in the name of Yeshua. Go, 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 and goddesses, let her go. Let her go. Loose her in the name of Yeshua. That that brings stoicism, afraid to feel. I break your power in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord, that her feet are pulled out of the grave, that her soul is removed from the witch's cage. And, Father, we break the power of all ancient medicine in her bloodline. We break it now in the name of Yeshua. And just thank you, Father, that we declare her to have a life and a life more abundant in Christ Jesus. And we thank you, Lord. We break the power of the law and sin and death off of her. And thank you for the law, the life, and the spirit in Christ Jesus. And we give you glory and honor and praise, Father, in Yeshua's name. Talisia, thank you very much Mm -hmm. for calling in. Folks, we are live with Evangelist King Ran Ritchie. I'm looking at the queue. We still have time if you want to call in. But don't hesitate because the lines will shut down in a few minutes. Again, dial in at 515-602-9734. Brother King, do you have any special prayer request? You know, uh, we uh, we just got that little ongoing situation that we've had that is coming to a head. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> and uh, I don't want to go into too much detail about that, but I've shared it with you earlier. But um, um, uh, the other thing is that is um i pray right now i you know pride will kill you pride comes before destruction and and pride and fear of man are hand in hand and i i've actually seen really um 
well-rounded, solid minister, and then and his uh, and and his spouse that kept things hidden for many years from their past, and when it came out, it, it just kind of whacked them, and they're still recovering from that. And I just want to say right now that if anybody's listening and and you and you've got things that need to be dealt with, and we're not trying to make anything happen, the Lord has to to spur you to do that. But if you're hearing the voice of God saying call and you, and you're afraid of what you sound like or what we would think or what anybody else would think, I bind Satan. I bind the spirit of pride. I bind the fear of man. And I just thank you, father in Jesus name that you would draw. If anybody needs to call us, let it come forth now, father in Yeshua's name. Amen. Amen. Folks, we don't need your full name. In fact, if you don't want to give us any name, that's okay, too. We'll still pray for you. I'd like to ask for a first or middle name. That way we have something to address you by. But um, with that, uh, chances are nobody knows who you are anyway. And um, yeah. the desperate get delivered. Why hang on to your demons another day? These things are Amen. killers. They torment, harass, drive, depress you. They want to kill you. They're not our friend. They're terrorists like Hamas. They need to be driven out in the name of Jesus. And so we need to take back the land. And part of that is getting free of the demons who may be possessing parts of that land right now. Yes, Lord. They got it. They're controlling it. You want to kick them out. You take back the land bit by bit in Jesus' name. Every and I'll out. say this, I, I seen your, somebody come on, bro. Oh, no, I was going to say every demon out, one less sin, as John Gogan says. Back yes, to you. Lord. <laughs> so, Father, and I saw your post, too, and I had unto us that you are, you're starting on a venture of, of eating differently. And My so I just pray for you and God's grace be there and for me and Callie and for everybody else that has battled the enemy in the way of food. And that, Lord, we want to eat healthy, and we want to finish strong, and we rebuke all gluttony and, and, and renounce it and ask you to forgive us, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And we break the power of every spirit that would even draw us to foods that are unhealthy. And just thank you, Lord, for grace, not only for eating well, but exercising and, and becoming as healthy as we can be to finish our time here, Lord, in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. I appreciate that prayer. You know, I have not eaten uh, healthy in a while. I uh, ate too many Cheetos. I didn't eat Cheetos (laughs) for years. And my brother came to town. We saw a movie and he bought a bag of Cheetos. And I had a couple of them. And then my wife brought home a bag of Cheetos. Next thing you know, I ate the bag and uh, drank way too much iced tea and coffee. And next thing you know poor choices in eating I'm getting acid reflux it came up and burnt my throat one day and I began to clear my throat and had a little bit of blood in there I said dear God I'm going to burn my esophagus I knew what it was it was acid reflux and then um, I looked it up and you know caffeine uh, will contribute to acid reflux spicy food Mm -hmm. you got to be careful and so I was eating a lot of uh, tomatoes, tomato sauce if you will and Mm -hmm. just some very rich foods that um, it all culminated 
and uh, man, I I had a sore throat. I didn't feel good, low energy, and I said, I've got to make a change. And uh, I knew uh-huh. to do good, but I was not doing it. He didn't know to do good, but not him, it is a sin. So yep. <laughs> I knew what I needed to do. But sometimes it takes pain to make a change. Now It does. People are made up differently. Some will respond better to certain foods than others. And, you know, it's all in whatever your goal is, you know, moderation, everything. But I will tell you something. Um, this was the straw that broke the camel's back. And I had to repent. I said, Lord Jesus, forgive me. I'm not drinking much water. Mainly drinking tea and coffee. No exercise. And if you don't use your muscles, they'll begin to atrophy. You ever seen someone in a yep, wheelchair? They will. They don't look good. Um, they, if it's, They're paralyzed and they can't move their legs. You'll see mm-hmm. their legs begin to get really thin, almost no muscle. Muscles that you don't use will begin to atrophy. And then if one day, if you begin to overexert them, you can actually hurt yourself. Because yep. you're, you're, uh, you're asking for more power out of that muscle than you've got muscle to give you the power. And uh, I looked at my arms; they were beginning to um, uh, muscle wasting. You know, I, I yep. said that's my job. I'm not in construction. I wouldn't have an issue. You know, uh, yep. In the old days, nobody needed gyms. Everybody walked wherever they went. And then you know, when cars yep. came along and so forth, uh, you know, and you look at modern time, people look at the gym as something, you know, uh, I need to do. Well, it was never an issue when we were active and we ate the right foods in the past, but we all know this. I'm preaching to the choir, but the point I'm making here is uh, I started to have pain. Pain in the left elbow, lethargy, low energy. I said, I'm I'm headed for a pre-diabetic condition if I'm not careful. Overweight, obese, acid reflux, got a fat pack on my face, got a pot belly, and I don't drink. I said, Lord <laughs> Jesus, forgive me for treating yep. the temple, the Holy Spirit, like I've treated it most of the last 20 years. And, uh, you know, uh, pain is a motivator. Sadly, it may take pain before many of us will make a change. And so my bottom line here is I decided to make a change. And uh, I'll tell you something. It, I've been drinking a lot of water. I love coffee, but uh, I'm trying to trick my brain. So I'm still going to drink one cup a day, but I'm drinking half a cup at a time. That way I can have two yep. cups that are half each. Yeah. Now, I'm not mm-hmm. saying people got to follow my example, but I decided to do protein, you know, beef, chicken. Yep. Sardines, yep. fish, eggs, yep. Uh, yep. plenty of butter and sea salt. Mm-hmm. You want to burn the fat and switch off burning the glucose. Uh, if you you know if you want to lose weight, it, you know I realized uh, I've tried these diets before and I would plateau and it, the issue was I didn't give up the coffee with cream and sugar. I drank copious amounts of cappuccino and tea, and sugar is really with my the enemy. sugar in it. It's the sugar that's terrible. The sugar is horrible. So what I'm doing is, you know, if you just go straight protein, you will go into ketosis, but, man, your energy will typically be low. And uh, I was just dragging here the past couple days when I went on the protein. So I said, you know, I want to eat a potato. So burning carb. 
And, you know, we'll see. It's a boring diet. Um, but it you might works. be able to eat a sweet potato if you can get them. And uh, sweet they're not good. heavily glycemic, and they're very good for you. You know, that's actually a great point. My goal is uh, I've got I've to get into shape because if I don't, I won't survive. And I've got um, a six, a four, and a two-year-old come next month that are wait, yep. you know, relying on me to be around. Yep. So, um, yep. you know, hey, the good news is the Lord forgives. And you he may does. be in, in better or worse shape than me out there tuning in, but maybe that will motivate you to know there's other people in the struggle. And, uh, you know, hey, that uh, need to turn things around. You know, whether it be your physical man, your spiritual man, relationships, financial. Look, where there's breath, there's hope. And yes. uh, Lord Jesus can help us all. We all need help. My goodness. I always said that food demon's one of the tougher ones because you don't have to fornicate. You ain't got to drink. You ain't got to smoke dope, but you're going to eat. Oh, man. <laughs> so, you got to. And the enemy is an equal opportunity destroyer. He don't care if he gets us with bad food or however he does it. And the refined foods and the and the sugar are, are the killers for sure. And even now they're starting to add so much junk into the food. The, the more good food you can get, and the better. And um, 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 we, um, you know, I'm a hunter at least, so... We can go harvest some animals that aren't in a feedlot, you know, and around where we live, you can get grass-fed food and non-antibiotic injected, and so oh, yeah. that helps too. And, Big time. Uh, but I, I've, uh, I've got a, uh, I need to, I'm, I'm 90 seconds. I have purposed in my heart too, too. But it's the one thing, what I was going to say, Shannon, is you got to consistently crucify the flesh. Yes. Get on the program. And then if you trip up, don't trip up the next day. I mean, just get back on, you know, because it's when you string days of poor eating together that it gets you. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. And, you know, um, I've done these, I've done the, uh, if you will, a carnivore diet. Um, Yeah. There's a more extreme version, the lion diet, which is just straight ruminant meat, basically beef, yeah. and yeah. Um, electrolytes and water, and that's all you eat. Now, you ever heard of this guy named Jordan Peterson, the yeah. uh, psychologist from Canada? In closing, uh-huh. uh, his wife, his daughter named Michaela Peterson, when she was in her mm-hmm. teens, uh, her, her bones were beginning to... But turn arthritic and disintegrate. Okay. She was on psychotropic drugs, depression, lethargy, and still was going to college. Brilliant girl like her did. And uh, she was dying. Had to have a surgery. Ten seconds. And she said, uh, maybe what I'm eating is killing me. Make a long story short. You can see the full interview on Joe Rogan. Amazing transformation. She eliminated everything. She wanted to see if she was allergic to a particular food. She said, how, how do I know mm-hmm. until I begin to li- do the elimination diet? And she found out that she was allergic to about everything but meat. And when she went back on meat, just she was just basically eating uh, steak every day, uh-huh. some chicken. Uh, yep. What happened is, and electrolyte water, water with some, you know, some electrolyte powder put in there, 
everything mm-hmm. reversed. She got off the psychotropic drugs. Uh, she lost weight. She got her energy back. Um, everything turned around. Her father had the same problem. He was depressed and suicidal. He got on the same diet. He's kicked out. He got off the psychotropic drugs. He could prescribe for himself. He was a psych, you know, psychoanalyst. Yeah. He yeah. said, my gingivitis went away. And they are on this carnivore diet. They've been doing it for years now. And um, it is sustainable. And we've been taught wrong in a lot of areas. But you can get your, mm-hmm. your even your vitamin C, your vitamins and minerals from the meat. Um, and that's what they eat. They literally turn their diet around. Now, it may not be for everybody forever. And they said, you know, once you've done that, then begin to add a, a certain food group back on and see how you do. And she see began how to, your body does. Yeah, and she yeah. would do some, and she said, man, it would set me back four to six weeks. I realized I can't eat that. So everybody's made up a little bit differently. But I was reading today, you know, over in Genesis, I believe it was 9-3, God said, eat meat. And I have a theory yeah, on it, King. Did. You know, in the beginning, it was just uh, green herbs and seeds. Yeah. What happened? Adam and Eve weren't eating meat. But with the <laughs> fall, you know, um, there is no remission of sin without the shedding of blood. Because right. of sin, God had to provide a sacrifice for them and also clothe them. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, at that point in time of the fall, uh, one theory of mine is uh, God didn't want these animals to be sacrificed needlessly. And if they had to be killed and we were going to take their skins and clothe ourselves, they he changed well something in our DNA. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, there's wow. a number of high-profile vegetarians. And I use that differently from the word vegan. Vegan is really a religion. Yeah. I've worked with vegans. I worked yeah. at a place one time. It was a media agency, King, and it was on the site of um, a Hindu ashram in Austin, Texas. Now, I didn't go there to be part of that, but I worked in the front in a commercial office building of a media company that uh, brokered and and bought time for infomercial companies. It just so happened that um, the executives who had created the company, they all were part of this cult uh, that was part of this Hindu ashram that was right behind them. It's over on Barsama Dam Road, if anybody knows Austin, Texas. And at that time, half of the people there were vegans. And when I got a job there, I was interviewing. Uh, the CFO interviewed me. He said, hey, do you like a steak? I said, I sure do. He said, I do too. But he said, I just got to give you a heads up. If you come in here and work and you like meat and you bring in a lunch with meat in it, you got to put it in a special refrigerator because many of the people here are vegans and you can't mix it with their their refrigerator. It's um, almost like almost like that Orthodox Jewish where they're so bent off they got to have two different stoves and all that because the religious aspect of it. I would come in and I would hear people uh, talking to another worker and sharing a cassette tape of uh, cows being slaughtered at a slaughterhouse and the sounds that they would make. And uh, I mean, this was like I mean, this was weird. And they brought in a feng shui person to try to orient our desk. I had to sit that one out. And uh, I went out to eat one day with the VP, and he took me to a pizza place, and I was going to order a pepperoni pizza. And as the lady's taking the order, he looked at me, and he said, uh, with a tear in his eye, King, no joke, 
he started to cry. He said, uh, you know, that, that could be my grandmother that you want to eat. She could reincarnate, come back as a pepperoni. <laughs> so I had to just switch and eat cheese. Oh, uh, and mushroom, I think. Oh, I ate. No meat. Uh, the, I mean, there, there were vegans. It was a, it's a religion. Uh, now, yeah. there are vegetarians that eat primarily vegetables, maybe little to no meat. And, you know, even mm-hmm. those, I know some of them, some of them have died recently. Some of them got their system in such a shape that... Um, they finally, years later, admitted that, you know, we do need protein. And I might get some people angry, they said, but almost died, the man said. Um, and um, the raw food guy, look him up on YouTube. Look at his um, testimony. Many people jack up their digestive system and get colitis and all these other illnesses. I forget the term of it, but it's uh, uh, there's a term for it. Uh, where basically it just ends up messing up their, their their digestive system. God created us to eat meat. He said, eat meat. Or let me put it this, he commanded us to eat meat after the fall. That that would be more accurate. After 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 the flood of Noah's flood, he, he did, and there was the sacrifices. And the yes. truth is, for one thing, you probably, I'm sure that there is a degradation of the DNA that it was going to require meat. But right yes. after the flood, there were there were the the clean animals and the unclean animals, and there were two clean animals and what was it seven? I mean seven clean animals and two unclean, and part of that was because there was animals to sacrifice. But also after the flood, it was going to be a while before a crop came in. So if they're going to have anything to eat, they was going to have to eat that clean meat. And you and know so. I think you're right. I think our DNA, uh, all of our DNA was altered uh, with the fall and sin entering into the human race because clearly uh, in our genes is programming for death. It's a point of man wants to die and then the judgment. So if if you look into that whole science, uh, what is it called? Uh, The term just escapes me for the moment, but it's looking at the, the gene history. I think that uh, we probably had perfect proteins and everything that we needed in the garden there. But with the fall, you're right. If we don't get the meat, we're not going to get the protein that we need to live and we'll probably die early. And uh, you may be skinner eating vegetables, but that doesn't mean you're healthier. In fact, I I really felt more energy and vitality when I went on the carnivore diet, a modified version, just eating meat. Just, uh, you know, meat or chicken. And look... uh, I'm not a cook, so a lot of times I had to fend for myself. My wife's not here, and uh, I had to order KFC. Now, that's not as healthy as just a chicken breast, well, but but I still lost weight on the, you can You can pull the – this is what I do. If I want fried chicken, <laughs> I generally – I just pull the skin off of it, and, uh, you know, you still get a little of that flavor, but you get at least most of the trash off, you know. Yeah. So – And, you know um, – the. Try and the it. trash isn't the skin. The trash is the flour stuck to the skin. <laughs> so. I'm telling you, the pounds will come off. You'll have a surge in energy. And I know this, and I did it for about four to six months. But I plateaued because I, I was drinking all the coffee and tea or cappuccino one tonight. The, the sugar was just overwhelming me. So I maintained the weight. 
but um, didn't get, get lose any more weight, which is where I needed to be. And uh, so I've learned that lesson. Plus, with doing no exercise, I'm going to try to do some, you know, walking, uh, using some dumbbell, yep. doing some basic stuff. You don't have to go and, you know, get a membership at the gym. You can if you want to, but I'm not a weight yep. lifter. Um, at any rate, I said all that to say this. Why should we die before our time, folks? And God created our bodies to, to warn us when we're getting over to the edge. And acid reflex is not of God. That's your diet. No, and, uh, that's your body telling you. I, I battled with here. that for a long time. Didn't even know what it was. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it will lead to coughing and clearing your throat. And then, you know, it can burn your esophagus. So uh, that's not a good thing. You can get GERDs, and there's another one. I think it's called LPA. I forget the name of it. It's like silent GERDs. And uh, this is not good stuff. we got to back off what we're eating. I said all that to say this. Pray for me because I'm only in day four. And uh, it's one thing to do it for a few days, uh, anything for a few days. But we want to stay the course, endure till yes. the end. Amen. Make yes, it to Lord. the finish line. And uh, hey. Amen. Praise God. Brother King, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. Uh, we love and appreciate you. Yes, One sir. more time. What uh, the title? Too. Oh, uh, Deliverance from Saul. I already wrote it down. I got it. Yeah. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. My friend, uh, get me some dates for uh, uh, November. They're wide open. Okay. And uh, looking All forward right. to having you back on. We love you, brother. All right. Love uh, you, too. Have a blessed one. We'll see you thank next you, time. Shannon. God bless Bye-bye. you, brother. Bless you. Folks, that was King Ran Ritchie. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Um, I'll eat either a piece of steak or chicken or ground beef patty. I haven't started the fish yet. Um, In America, I used to go down to Publix and buy the, um, man, they had a great can of Alaskan red sockeye salmon, the wild Alaskan red sockeye salmon, the best you could, fish you can eat in the world. And you could even eat the bones. little can. And it was affordable, too. And they used to also have over there at Publix, I don't know if anybody uh, tuning in goes to Publix, but they had uh, bison sausage, buffalo in other words, organic buffalo sausage over there in the hot dog section. And, man, that's some of the best meat you can eat. It's lean meat. Um, And I used to have a piece of Ezekiel bread in the morning, either a buffalo sausage or some turkey bacon. Can't find turkey bacon or buffalo sausage down here. Uh, You've got to basically import sockeye salmon. It's not cheap. I wish I had that stuff to work with. But um, that was great food. Eat some of that salmon every day, man, right out of the can. It was awesome. Um, putting clean fuel in your body. But God designed us after the, the fall to begin to eat meat. And uh, the body will really respond well to meat. So I'm either eating chicken or beef. And... Um, if I get a, a craving for a snack, a few cashews at this point. Last night after the show, I was hungry. I'd missed lunch. I went down and scrambled up three eggs. 
I don't have any cheese though. I got to go out and buy some cheese. Cheese is good. Now this is all protein. And then for that carb, King is right. I think the sweet baked potato would be the best choice. Um, I didn't think about that. But I'm just eating regular baked potato or two with plenty of butter and salt. And uh, yeah, one coffee a day, but I split it up into a half a cup and a half a cup. I hope I can handle that and not go to two cups. That's one of the big things they get off of is all this caffeine because that will aggravate and cause uh, acid reflux. But being overweight and eating all these other things, and I knew, I knew it was wrong, but I did it. I ate those Cheetos. I ate a bag. They were good. I hadn't eaten Cheetos in ages. But once I got on them, they were great. ate a lot of chips and salsa, tacos, hamburgers, ice cream. No wonder I was in the shape that I'm in. Had to get rid of it. Taking a big toll on me. Why should we die before our time? And I hope that encourages somebody out there. Look into the carnivore diet or the keto and uh, join me for the remake. I'm grabbing from my water bottle right now. I'm just drinking water. Mama came in and told me this morning, said, you've lost some weight in your face. I said, it's only four days. She says, I know, but you have. And I said, I have, I know. I saw it when I looked in the mirror this morning. Praise the Lord. And fat is funny. It'll shift around in your body. One day you'll be lean in the, in the face and then it'll, it'll puff up again. And then it'll clear out. And if you keep at it, all that fat deposited in areas like your face and your belly and your thighs, that will begin to be burned up. Praise the Lord. Burn it up. Offer it up to the Lord. God said the fat is mine. He did say that. I was thinking about that. When we burn fat, offer it to the Lord. Offer your fat. It's time to get in tip-top shape if we're going to last in the days ahead. Now, there's another theory. Some say, well, you know what? This is my tribulation food. <laughs> I'm, I can survive six weeks without eating because I got six weeks of food around my stomach. Well, but, you know, a lot of people with heart attacks and strokes right now, diabetes, it's just not worth it. Make a change. Thank God for the pain. It motivated me. Otherwise, I would probably still uh, be ready to order some tacos today. Well, God bless you all. Thank you for tuning in. I've got all the shows uploaded. I do need to uh, title them. I've done a poor job on that, but I'll get it done. But I've decided to com- combine the uh, what was the reloaded channel with our main channel. And so I think it's going to work. Every day you're going to see new reloaded podcasts thrown up there with our new stuff in season 13 and I'll top load it so after about a week or so I'll then move them back into the chronological order. If you ever want to find a particular program by a specific author just go to the search box type in the author you'll find it. Okay well that's it for today. We're going to be back tomorrow morning God willing at 10 a.m. Eastern and uh We will not have an open lines tomorrow night. Brother Victor is off, but he should be back next week, and we'll get the Friday night hotline going again. Uh, If you'd like to support this program, 
Uh, you can do so over to MegamanRadio.com. I want to thank those that have supported us. It allows me to buy some meat. And uh, it allows us to do these programs and keep it going. Um, we have over 10,000, soon to be 10,600 shows in about a month or so available for you. Uh, I'm in the process of uploading them to our megaman.podbean.com channel. They're free. Download the app. It's pretty cool. Also, if you want to know when we're live, all you got to do is subscribe to either MixLR or Blog Talk Radio. Both of those go live at the showtime every day. And so when that happens, you will get an alert. And uh, although I don't currently post a schedule regularly anywhere, from time to time I'll put it up on Facebook, uh, you can be alerted if you forget the time we're live, which is Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. And then we're on, uh, we're working towards every night, Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern for these hotlines in preaching. Uh, thank you again for tuning in. My website, omegamanradio.com. And uh, God bless you all. We'll see you next time on Omega Man Radio. <laughs>